I want to give a huge thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Therapy isn't something to run away from, it's a vessel to run towards. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it's 100% online, so break out your comfies. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time, any time, and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. No more fumbling to get a session on the calendar. You schedule based on when the time is right for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. Therapy changed my life for the better, pun intended. And with BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash rocky. That's betterhelp.com slash rocky. two types of bitter. Bitter, bitter, and bitter cold. I was feeling bitter, bitter because I'm a New Yorker and my subway line was all sorts of messed up on a Saturday night, no less. I had to take the train to a shuttle bus to a shuttle subway and it was roughly two degrees out. That's right. Don't go back and check the weather. It was two degrees exactly. And boy, was there traffic everywhere. You're probably thinking to yourself, bitch, why in the world didn't you just call yourself a car? The car would have cost you $8 to get home from where you were. But what would have happened was, I would have called a car. I would have waited almost 10 minutes for it to arrive. And in that time, three shuttle buses and a plane would have showed up to escort the cold and tired New Yorkers to their destinations. And I'd still be waiting for my car to arrive. And when eventually it came, not only would it take me double the time to get to my house because of the traffic, I would be out of $8. I decided to skip the shuttle bus and just hoof it. That's right, hoof it to the subway shuttle. All I wanted was to be high and be indoors with Taco Bell. Because yo quiero Taco Bell. Bad. Y tú también lo haces. It was too cold to stop and get high outside unless I had some sort of Pax or vape pen, and I did not. I only had a cold-hearted J. So I'm walking briskly in the brisk weather, and I'm going to keep it so real with you, I got mad. I got mad that the MTA was making New Yorkers jump through hoops to get home in the true freezing cold. I was mad about the J I couldn't smoke. If you rewind a few seconds, you'll hear me discuss that based on the conditions I was in, I was not able to participate in being high. Can we sidebar for a sec? The other day I went to one of my Manhattan weed shops. I'm a loyalty member, of course, and the whole shop was full of smoke. The last time I walked in there, it smelled like smoke. And I walked up to the counter and I said really quietly and concerned, Hey, it smells like weed in here. Then I waited, because timing, 
And then I smiled, and he busted out laughing because, again, timing. Weed boys love hot girls who make dad jokes, and that's just a fact. This time that I walked in the weed shop, it smelled even more like weed, except I'm internally panicked because I'm going to buy a J. But I don't know where I'll smoke it because my fingers will literally fall off due to the cold. Then I'll be dependent on other people's fingers or animatronics, which, let's face it, animatronics are a one percenters game. So dare I say I'm going to have to save this J for later. I walk in. It's 4.40 in the afternoon, and by golly, was it smoky in there. This time, I say to the sales associate, can people smoke in here? His response? Come on, is the Piper Catholic. Apparently, after 4 p.m., you can smoke all you want in there. My jaw about hit the floor. Never in my life have I smoked weed in a weed shop in Manhattan. Well, do you have an ashtray? I got you, ma. I stopped myself from saying, thank you, son. We'll keep it to one joke per visit. I took the ashtray and I sat on their velvet black couch and I puffed my little heart out. This is the kind of evolution we need in the world, people. Be like the Amsterdamians. You might be wondering, where is this magical place? And I'm not telling you where this place is because I don't give away the milk for free. Ugh, yes I do. I can't lie to you. I stay giving away that milk for free. Hope you're not lactose intolerant. And if you don't like that, let me remind you the show is called Wild Nights, not Mundane Mornings. The show is called Wild Nights, not Average Afternoons. The show is called Wild Nights. It's not called Nights. We talk about the milk over here. So as I'm walking to the subway shuttle... I'm thinking this ain't right. It's too cold for human life. Bring back Pangea, right? The original continent when everything was one. And I'm going to guess the weather was comfortable and warm because it'd have to be for humans to live. They wouldn't be able to survive without it. I don't know if you know this, but humans invented clothes. Unlike berries and grapes, clothes don't grow on vines. Why do we wear clothes? To keep us warm, of course, and fashion. But fashion is only a byproduct of necessity. What I'm trying to say is I don't think humans are meant to live in the cold. We don't belong on it. We belong on one warm Pangea naked. Period. Anyway, welcome to season four of Wild Nights. Party God Squad, hello! Did you have a good week? Did you have a good new year? I sure hope so. And whether or not you did or didn't, I'm here for you. We are almost one month down in 2024. Another year to add to our collective belts, baby. And I just wanted to reflect on my own 2023. I wanted to pay it homage as one of the greatest, most fun years of my entire life. And if you're new to the show, then I hope this is an epic summary of what I'm like as a podcast host and the stories I like to share. Maybe some of these highlights will intrigue you enough to binge the show from the beginning. We are back from break, but there is no time like the present. I actually don't love that expression because the future is a great time if you decide it's gonna be. So there's no time like the future. 
And the past was also full of great times, so really there's no time like the past. Chalk that up to a highest thought. A lot of the moments that happened last year, well, here's the thing. I make vision boards and some unbelievable moments happened and I believe that they happened because of my vision board. Let me give you an example. I had the word VIP in the corner of my board, okay? You with me? And last year, I had the opportunity to see Dave Chappelle do stand-up with, I don't know, 120 other people in the room, no phones, three hours of talking, special guests, and he was just performing from his stool. He ended the show by making the audience sing What You Won't Do for Love by Bobby Caldwell, who had died earlier in 2023. And when I say closed the show, I mean he sung the song a cappella, and the whole audience had to sing it with him. Before the show, by my own choice, I had already listened to that song that day. It's one of my favorites. The next morning, in sheer disbelief of the way my life was unfolding, I stared up at my vision board. In the corner, I see the word VIP. Then I look at my wrist. From the night before, I have the bracelet from the Dave Chappelle show still on, and it says VIP. I look at the board. I look at my wrist. I got chills, and I carried on with my life. If there's a part of you that doesn't believe that you're magic, you sweet baby angel, you just have to believe. Now let's start with January. In January, I started my year off by getting to go to a live recording of the Talk Clearlier podcast hosted by Cypher Sounds and Will Sylvans. That was kind of a surreal experience for me because here's a podcast I've listened to that also highlights stories and moments with stand-up comics, Cypher and Will being such heavy hitters in the comedy community. I was just so excited to be in the room. It was also the first day I started working with Saif, and he was a huge part of why I got to do so many of the cool things I got to do in 2023. I mean, really. Also in January, I went to my first float tank. A float tank is a sensory deprivation tank where you float in buoyant water for an hour and try to think deeply about your life. And I thought deep. I thought so deep, I wish I was floating right now. In February, I got to see a member of our own Party God Squad community, Colin Murphy, in a play that he wrote and starred in alongside my friend Ben. I was so proud. And then the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. I don't care that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. I say good for the Chiefs. But I bring that up because months later, Taylor Swift started dating Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is on the Chiefs. Say what you want about Taylor Swift, I don't care. I don't care about your opinions on her. I don't care to hear you hating on her. The woman is a champion manifester. If you were her, Taylor Swift, touring stadiums and dropping bangers and also single, would you not say to yourself, huh, I pick that one. Look at the roster of men on the Kansas City Chiefs and decide which one of these men do you want to have inside your private jet that's slowly destroying the planet while he slowly rearranges your guts? And let's be clear, I'm hypocritically calling her out because when given the chance, I'm getting on the PJ too. Mark my motherfucking words. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry for keeping it real. I'll never be sorry for keeping it real. March highlights... Seeing John Mayer with D again, we tripped balls on mushrooms and sat in the wrong seats. Big oops. 
I had to pee as soon as the concert was about to start, so running back to our seats that weren't our seats while missing my favorite John Mayer song might have broken somebody else's spirit, but not Rocky Powell. I did lose my water bottle that I had just purchased that day, but I also bought the water bottle at a thrift shop. I was trying not to feed the capitalist machine. So that may have been the universe's way of saying, bitch, just spring for the non-pre-owned, unused water bottle. Ultimately, Dee and I had an amazing time, and John Mayer closed out the show with Free Falling, which was so special. April was the shit. I slipped $25 to a bouncer to get a teenager in a karaoke bar because it was his dream to do karaoke in the city. Before you call the cops, remember A, they don't show up, and B, I was with his uncle, who's a great friend of mine. And the three of us went to a private booth, and we drank club sodas and sang pop songs. God, money can get you anything. Then, at the end of the month, I proceeded to throw the best house party I've ever thrown, ever. How I'll top it for my birthday this year, I don't know. But if in the meantime, I meet a man who wants to scoop me up and take me to the Swiss Alps for my birthday, the party will be canceled, and I'll be going to the Alps. May was full of joy. I saw Slaughter with some family at Mohegan Sun. If you don't know who Slaughter is, you better get more in tune with your 80s hair bands, brother. The highlight of that night, though, was making it to a rodeo bar and dancing with Kaylee to 90s and early 2000s covers. I also got hit on by a 28-year-old and a 25-year-old, independently. Count the rings, sweetie. Weeks later, I would be invited as a plus two to Michael Che's birthday party, where I sang Happy Birthday next to Trevor Noah, watched Wanda Sykes bowl her heart out, and I played a riveting game of bowling myself with a man by the name of John Hamm. John Hamm called me Rocco, and he cheered for me while I pinched myself and tried not to trip on my dress. If you learn nothing from this podcast, learn this. Dresses are not ideal for bowling. Not even when you're bowling with John Hamm. In June, I was honored by my comedy theater, The Armory, where at our award show, they presented me with the Icon Award. Icon, another word on the old vision board. Just call me the Taylor Swift of words. The way she manifests a Super Bowl boyfriend. I manifest words on paper. One of those things penetrates the physical you, the other penetrates your soul. It's up to me to decide which penetration I like better. Me and the concert Queen D went to City Field to once again see Dead & Co. And we were front row, can you even imagine? To be front row at Dead & Co with John Mayer right there. And my eyes were closed most of the time because I was on mushrooms. Riding roller coasters in my brain and letting the music take me wherever it took me. A concert theme. But the important thing is I had my handy dandy notebook with me. I wanted to take notes of my psychedelic journey and report back to the Party God Squad, and I did. And you can find everything I experienced in that episode. This show will take you on a whole evolutionary adventure. July was about two things, hanging with my cousin Olivia, who came to visit, and the Barbie movie. And it was good. August? Another fantastic chunk of days, a lot of time with my Katie girl. We wore matching outfits to a winery. She took me to see the strokes. I flirted with this guy from Howard Beach who ultimately, I think he never called because he didn't like that I was half blackity black, 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 black. And I think that's for the best because I don't want a racist inside me. And I don't want to fill your Tia and Tamara fantasy. 
Go home, Roger. I saw a really fun Broadway show with my mom, and I performed in the Take It Personal Improv show with Cypher Sounds at the legendary DC Improv. The show crushed, and I met Tony Woods after. Now, I've talked about Tony Woods on the show before, and I've urged listeners to check out his comedy. So that was a dream come true for me. When I was talking to Tony Woods, he talked about my neck beauty mark, which he called with certainty a mole. Tony... It is so nice to meet you. I love your comedy so much and the way you think. Yeah, you was the one with the mole on stage. First of all, it's a beauty mark. (laughs) And I know this man did not see my beauty mark from the back of the room. This interaction was the first time he had to have seen it. And he was rest assured making it part of the dialogue. Whatever. I got a picture with him and a squeeze and actually ended up meeting him later in the year. But I was wearing a cleavage heavy dress then and I don't think he remembered the beauty mark. It is big. It may be a mole. By doctor standards, I don't even think they use the word beauty mark. But it got Tony Woods interested. September, I went to Farm Aid in Indiana. Which was great that it was in Indiana. Because when else am I getting to Indiana? And it was so epic. I learned tons about farming in America. I saw a meme once that said, I love kissing Americans. They make out like they're hungry. And then someone responded under the meme, yeah, our food don't got nutrients. And it's true, our food don't got nutrients. The moral of Farm Aid 2023 is if you can get your food from a farmer's market, do it. And if you can't, that's because America, baby. And that's the way they want it. I also learned that Indiana men are very large. Would love to slob on some corn on the cob knobs if you catch my drift. And if you're slow on the uptake, it's probably on account of your no nutrients. October was a Gwen Stefani classic, if you will. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Me and Saif and Liam, we headed back down to D.C. to teach an improv workshop in the Because They're Funny comedy festival. New baby Theo came into our world, happy and healthy. And I went on the Burt Kreischer fully loaded at sea cruise and had the absolute time of my life. Oh my god. I'll never be the same after that ship in the best way. In November, I just had so much to be grateful for. I got to attend Donnell Rawlings' Netflix special taping, like in the same room, live, all breathing the same air. Not the kind of flex one would be flexing on in 2020, but in 2023, 2024, big flex. That night I met Donnell Rawlings. That night I was introduced to Dave Chappelle, and I smoked a joint inside a very prestigious New York City hotel event space. December was full of parties, events, plays, an appearance from the holidays that no one was expecting and felt way too soon. And I don't mean that in a grinchy way. I love the holidays, but in like a god damn. It's time again? 2023, you were better than I could have hoped for. You were better than I dreamed of. I'm so excited for what unfolds in 2024, and I'm happy to be putting out the fourth season of Wild Nights. Share the show with a friend that you think will like it. Some things I learned in 2023 that I want to share with you. Go after your own dreams with a force. Be a good person when no one is watching. And I have one high thought to kick off the new season. In the song, Let's Hear It for the Boy, is she being sarcastic? 
If you haven't done so already, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can follow me at Wild Nights with Rocky on TikTok and Instagram, at Wild Nights Pod on Twitter. If you want to support the show with your wallet, you can join my Patreon for two or five dollars a month. A big thank you and a future thank you to everyone who's written and everyone who will write a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a difference. Thank you for joining me for another season, whether you're new or you've been around. And until next time, stay wild.